Shake Sunshine Jr. told people he lived in Harlem, but he'd never been above 34th Street in his life. Even when they were releasing him from the Garden Falls psychiatric facility out on Long Island, he wouldn't let the driver go over the Queensboro Bridge at 59th. He threw such a bad scene in the van that they thought about turning around and taking him back to the hospital. They finally assented and came through the Midtown Tunnel instead, but they made Shake pay the toll himself. It pacified him, and he wrote a series of loving poems to the attendants. Odes to George and Jeff. In Shake's apartment on 4th Street, around the block from the narrative Bone Palace, Chase washed his mouth out at the sink and stared into the mirror, eyeing the reflection of a bottle of J.D. on top of the refrigerator. That awful tickle was back in the center of his chest, and only liquor or hardcore mood equalizer meds could burn it out. He wanted to fall into the old pattern because it gave him some kind of structure, a way of moving from one point to another. After six years of college, five teaching high school English, Two months in a mental hospital and a year and a half in the can, Chase still wasn't sure which institution had come closer to doing him in. Shake's place was decorated in a retro 70s, pseudo-mock-black militant style that was a holdover from when he used to perform in a beret and hold up banners of Chi and Eldridge Cleaver. Before that phase, he'd been caught up in this African ancestry thing and wore a dashiki and turban and called himself Baba Wanda Magwanda. There was still a snakeskin drum and a kudu antelope horn in the corner that Chase would hang out the window and blow when he was drunk. On the walls were photos of Shake's grandparents, a blacklight poster of Hendrix, the check from his first poetry sale, $1.33, and a centerfold of Jennifer Jackson, the first black playmate from back in 65. He'd bought that one off eBay for 30 bucks and considered it a part of his personal history. You found your love wherever you could. You made it up as you went along if you had to, pulled it in from the outside. Somehow, Shake had made peace with all his own various facets and aspects. It was a trick he just couldn't teach Chase. Shake glanced over, plucking at his chin. He was angry, but nobody would know it by looking at him. He showed no emotion as he sat on his busted couch, expressionless but steaming. Fluff from a torn cushion wafted through the air and caught in the thick hair on his arms. The prongs of his beard had started to droop a bit. Okay, so here it comes. Plant yourself. Get ready. What are you going on about Garden Falls again for, man? Shake asked. His voice was calm low, and perfectly even. You'd never guess he was loaded with the kind of phobias they didn't even have names for yet. Really ridiculous shit you couldn't make up. Like an irrational fear of poofy linen pirate shirts, Irish guys named Connor, chickens with only one leg, fingernails longer than two inches, Rod Serling impersonators, but not Rod Serling. The last inch of mayonnaise at the bottom of the jar. Kids in diagonally striped pink shirts and shorts so that they looked like peppermint twists. Gum. Cotton balls.
They were such outrageous hang-ups that you'd never know anything was wrong unless you saw him go catatonic while staring at Errol Flynn and Captain Blood, the poofy shirt completely flinging him out of his mind. You never asked him to make you a tuna sandwich in case he didn't have a fresh jar of mayo on hand. You were always checking the crowds to see if some mick named Connor might be heading your way. Chase could count off about thirty of Shake's phobias and figured he still didn't know at least half of them. You never knew what might set him off, send him into a fugue state. Listen, don't give me listen, Shake said. These white bread kids and aging yuppies don't pay to deal with that sort of senseless display. You sure about that? Chase asked. What, you didn't hear them screeching for an encore? They're easily amused, Shake admitted. Then be happy. We gave them a show. It wasn't the show I wanted them to have. It's not your choice. Not only yours, anyway.